This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hi. This week, the parsha is Parsha's Ekev. Um, this parsha doesn't have a lot of mitzvahs in it. It's um, <clears throat> largely Musa. Uh, it includes uh, one of the parshas which um, we, uh, some of us say every day as part of what we call the three parshas, the five parshas. Uh, after Daming Shachris, one is called Parshas Yira, which is the one that occurs in this parsha, and one is Parshas Shuva, which is from later in Devorim, and then this parsha Salman. Um, but anyway, this parsha, Parshas Yira, is interesting because uh, we talked already about the uh, mitzvah of a Havas Hashem, loving Hashem, and and of course the uh, the corollary. Midah, which is also a mitzvah which occurs in this parsha, is to have yiras Hashem, to fear Hashem. So there's love and fear, which are the two, the two uh, uh, extremes, so to speak, right and left. Chesed and Vura, which um, form a great deal of the uh, discussion in terms of how to serve Hashem with our emotions. Those are pretty important emotions. Uh, we'll talk more about that. But in any case, um, in this parsha's Hayir, although it starts out with Yeras Hashem, it starts Ve'atu Yisrael Ma Hashem Lekecha Shoyel Mi'imachu. And now, uh, people of Israel, what does Hashem ask from you? Ki'im Le'yira As Hashem Lekechu Lechus Kol Druchav And then it immediately goes into Le'ahava Oisoy. So it starts out with Yira Taka that we have to fear Hashem, but then right away it goes into um, to loving him. And then it says, as we heard in the Shema also, um, but it adds in that word, and that is taken together with a few other psukim um, to refer to the mitzvah of, of uh, tefillah, of praying to Hashem. Uh, it, and then again, later on in this parsha, a few times it mentions Ahava. It really mentions Ahava more than it mentions Yira. It says, Behaftim is a ger, one thing. They just love the ger. Um, then it says again, As Hashem Alekach Tira you should fear Hashem Oisoi Savoid. Again, you should serve him, voice Sidbak, and should cling to him, and you should uh, swear in his name. That's when you take a you really want to take a, a serious um, vow, which we talked about uh, pre- previously, uh, it should be uh, in his name as opposed to the name of any other uh, false deity. Anyway, so, and then again, so again it mentions love. So it seems to be mentioning love over here, then it mentions fear, but in any case, it's called Parsit Um So, we have this mitzvah of Yira, and we also have the mitzvah of Ahava, of it, but they have that, but we already, you know, learned that out from um, um, and um, 
We also have another of the attachments in this parsha is the mitzvah of benching, of um, saying Birkas HaMozim after we eat a kazais of bread. Uh, so that's the mitzvah from the Torah to bench after meals. Um, so the discussion here is really, first of all, how these two are connected, and second of all, what is the real uh, mitzvah, what's the obligation of praying to Hashem? What is praying to Hashem all about? So if you take from the Sefer Chinuch, for example, who uh, discusses all the Atari Mitzvahs, he uh, emphasizes the concept of asking Hashem for something, for things. Um, it's interesting in the bracha that we make um, after eating something that we made a shahakal on, uh, for example, drinking water or, you know, milchiks or meat or anything, and you don't, if you don't uh, have any other bracha involved, um, we say the bracha of, of, um, of body nefushas. And this, the body nefushas bracha is a very interesting bracha because it's not specifically mentioning anything particular that uh, you're making the bracha on, but it says in kind of a general way, so it's, it's talking about Hashem, it's praising Hashem as being the creator of all kinds of living things. Nefushas Rabbis refers to all kinds of things in the world. The um, and the fact that they are lacking and they need something. And um, on all the things that you created to fulfill those needs. In other words, Hashem creates creatures with needs that they're because they have lacks and those lack those those lacks have to be filled on a daily basis uh, otherwise they'll die I mean they have to need food they need sustenance they have to be sustained on a regular basis and um, they therefore are, have to be dependent on the creator to provide them with those needs of course you know they're self sufficient in the sense that they can usually fend for themselves in one way or another I mean to 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 get what they need but. Hashem is providing those things for them. He provides the fact that they are needy, and then he also provides for the things to fill those needs. So it follows from that that since we understand that we are dependent on Hashem on a daily basis for the things to keep us alive, for every survival, so we should be asking him for those things, and he wants us to ask him for those things. So we are asking him for the things that we need to survive, and we're also thanking him or asking him, rather, for the things that we need to survive. And then we're also asking him for things that we don't necessarily need to survive, the things that we want. We have our wants and our needs. We have desires. We have things that, that we would like to have. Um, and hopefully uh, the basis for wanting things is in order to serve him with those things. And we want, to, we need, we, we want things in order to serve him better or serve him more by uh, acquiring those things. So in any case, those are things that we have to ask from him. We're not going to ask him to give us something that might be bad for us or that might be uh, contrary to our uh, desire to serve him. We're not going to ask him to give us the wherewithal to do an avera, to do something against his will. 
So obviously, it goes along with it that if we're going to ask him for something already, we're going to ask him for something that he would be uh, agreeable to giving us, and so he would agree that this is something that, if not something we need for survival, at least something that we can use to serve him with. In any case, that's the concept of the, t- the idea of tefillah for the purpose of asking for things. However, what's interesting is is that when we go through the tefillah itself, that the Anshik Nesas HaGadoyla prepared for us. It's written in the Siddur, and the Siddur is, is an order of tefillah. It gives us all, it gives us the scripts, it gives us the, the, the order of what to say and when to say it and how to say it. And if we look through this uh, order of prayers, I mean, what are we actually doing there? So at the very beginning, of course, we have, and I'm going to go into depth with this, it'll take much, much longer time than we have, but um, obviously we have the bruchas, the bruchas shachar, which are thanking Hashem for all the basic needs that we have just you know, from the time we get up in the morning. And then we go into a, um, a long section called karbonus, which some people skip, but is very important. It's got the katoyeris in there, it's got the uh, korbanat tomid, and it's got all the other karbonus that, that, that were given in the base of Mikdash. Um, and then, you know, of course, we, we put on the Palatals and Tefillin, and then from Borche Omar until Borchi, and even beyond that, really, until Shemana Esrei, they're all praises of Hashem. They're not asking for anything. They're all, they're all just praising Him for all the fantastic things He does and the whole creation that's, that's serving Him, and uh, it's a very beautiful and very dynamic and very dramatic uh, presentation of how the entire... Uh, entirety of creation serves him, from from the uh, lowest creations to the to the highest, you know, angels and uh, what's going on in the Pamali Shemala. And then we get to to, to uh, Shemana Esrei. So Shemana Esrei also starts with three brachas, which are praising him, not asking for anything. And uh, only then do we go into this intermediate brachas that are asking for things. Then, if we go through these brachas that are supposedly asking for things we find that most of them are asking for things that are directly involved with serving him. And we ask him to give us knowledge. Like what, what kind of knowledge? Obviously, knowledge of him. Uh, we, we, uh, we say that he wants, that he desires that we do tshuva. That's so also returning to him. These are all avoid us Hashem. Uh, we, we, we want him to, to, to forgive us for our, our virus. So we, we ask him to do that. That's, again, avoid us Hashem. Goyal Yisrael, you redeem we should redeem Yisrael. What, what power, what, what, purposes, what purpose is he redeeming us in order to be able to serve him in the base of Mikdash? Um, then we go into something, a couple of brachas that could be interpreted to be uh, for, for, you know, more of an earthly purpose. which is Rafa'ini, you know, to, to heal us. And Mavarech Hashonim, which is, uh, could be interpreted for Panasa, but they could also be interpreted on more of a global scale of just, you know, uh, healing for all of humanity or anybody that needs it. It's also time we pray for others to have uh, to have a, feel, uh, a healing. Because what if we feel okay and we don't need to ask for our own healing? We can ask for somebody else. Same thing with panasa. Maybe we have panasa. We have to continually ask for panasa every day, regardless. But um, saying that this is it can also be considered on a, on a global basis to bring down the brochas, which we'll talk about in a minute. Then there's tekapa shoifer, which is also talking about the geula that we should you know the in gathering the exiles. 
Shivas of Saint Rishoyna that also talks about restoring the tzaddikim, the tzaddik and mishpat is talking about also the bismikdish. Malshinim is to take away all the enemies of Israel, tzaddikim to to strengthen the tzaddikim of Israel, Yushalayim to build up Yushalayim again. Samhedovit is also talking about about the the, the, king, the, the kingdom of, of uh, Beis Dovid should be reinstated. Um, and then we come to Shema Koleni, which is just a general thing about, you know, that we can put in any, any particular uh, desires we have, any particular uh, tefillahs we have. So, in other words, the vast majority of the, um, of, uh, the Shema Esri is talking directly about serving him, not about our own particular needs. And this is one of the ideas that um, the Chacham talk about the tefillah being what's called a tzorech gevoya. It's something that that is for the needs of, of it's, it's for a higher purpose. It's something that is supposed to be uh, accomplishing something on a global scale, on a cosmic scale, and not just in terms of fulfilling our needs. So when a person goes to tefillah just thinking about that, I'm going to ask for what I need, although that's an important part of it, that certainly does not seem to be the major emphasis, and it's not really the, uh, uh, perhaps, you know, the major focus at all. So what are what what are, what is tefillah really accomplishing on a deeper level? So when we um, we look at the very uh, framework of tefillahs in general, there's the shachris mincha Maru. Uh, by the way, shachris mincha and arvit is um, is the Rosh Hashanah also shema, but shem shem But in any case, um, shachris was instituted um, in uh, by by Avrom Avini, okay, he was the one who who initiated that idea of, of the morning davening, and that is based on the Tumid Shel Shachar. It's based on the the idea that I mean, the timing of it and everything is based on the idea of the the korbanos which were brought every morning in the Pesach Mikdash, and the Korb, and Mincha is based on the idea of the Korb Mincha that was brought every afternoon in the Pesach Mikdash, and Mariv is considered to be not Choiva. It's not an absolute. You know, now it's really something we, we take for granted everybody does, but it's not really on the same level as the other two because it is not directly, although Yaakovini um, instituted it, it was does not correspond to a specific korban. Rather, it, it's uh, at the time when the korbanas that were brought in the afternoon are continually burning through the night. So uh, it's, it's uh, to remember that. But it's not specifically in, in, uh, in corresponds to a particular korban in the Bismarck dish. What it comes out is that these tefillahs, to begin with, were instituted uh, to correspond to the sacrifices which were uh, offered in the Bismarck dish. And as we said, Part of the uh, tefillahs themselves, of the shachris and mincha, include a section uh, devoted to the uh, discussion and expl- explanation of those korbanos. Um, so obviously, the connection to korbanos is a very important one. And these korbanos, which we are uh, commemorating here, are or reenacting in a sense. Are um, what are called the Korb, uh, the Indian of the Korban Tomid. And the Korban Tomid, Tomidin, are something that is offered every day without exception. 
and are not dependent on any particular uh, request for something or a particular need or a particular commemoration of even a festival or anything. These are just things that are done every day, day in and day out. Um, and they're considered to be essential to the sustenance of the world itself. In other words, what, is, what it opens up for us is the concept that these... Um, these uh, services, these, 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 this avoider that we're doing on a daily basis is not just dependent on whether we have needs or not. It's, it's an acknowledgement that the world has to be sustained on a daily basis. We have to be continually serving Hashem in order to, to you know, keep it going and keep it going in the right direction. There is a medrash that cited that... Um, that every morning when Hashem uh, sees the world in you know all the avodah zorah going on, all of the uh, the things that the goyim are doing, you know that seem to uh, contradict or or uh, to destroy you know Hashem's world and and Hashem's uh, involvement in the world, uh, and to distance him from the world, and he to the point where he's about ready to destroy the world again. But then he sees the 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 yidden, the Jews going to daven, going uh, doing doing their daily avodah. Just, and just for that alone, he's appeased and he doesn't, decides not to, to, to destroy the world after all. In other words, the, this, this is enough for Hashem, the very fact that we are just offering these tefillahs. And, and by doing these tefillahs, it's, again, it's, it's, it's accomplishing basically the same thing that was accomplished in the, in the base of Mikdash, not in the same level, you know, the same level of closeness, and it's not the same level of revelation of Hashem, obviously. Hashem is much more hidden than he was in those times. But the fact is that in terms of the purpose of the tefillahs that we do on a daily basis is uh, basically the same thing as the purpose of those kabbalists that they did in the base of Mikdash, which was the thing was upholding the world. So that's this idea that the, that the voida, the, the serving Hashem through tefillah, is... One of the uh, essential amudim that the world is based on is one of the things that the three things that the, the pillars that the world is standing on, and it's also something that is absolutely essential that that keep, things keep going. So that's why when we uh, when we um, look at the kinds of things that we're saying in tefillah, we realize that this encompasses much more than just ourselves and our personal desires and needs and wants. It's, it's something that is, is constantly being, uh, being opened up and expanded to encompass the world as a whole and not just ourselves. And you can see this even in simple brachas. For example, we talked about the, the bracha of Benefushis. Uh, of Benefushis is talking about all on, a, on, a, on a worldwide scale. It's not just, you know, thank you, Hashem, for giving, you know, giving me water to drink. It's, 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 it's talking about the needs of the entire Bria, every creation in the world, needs to uh, be sustained on a daily basis. And Hashem has created not only this need to be sustained, but again, the things that are necessary in order to sustain Him. And, and him and, and everything else. So it's it's the Oilamim that he is creating the life of the world as a whole. And that opens up for us then the concept of you know what are we accomplishing really with with these these uh, these tefillas, the concept, whole concept of tefillah. And that is connected to the idea of Birkasam Mosin. Because Birkasam Mosin is Related again very closely to the idea of the Mesamikdish because it's, it's uh, when you make a brocha on, on a table that you s- is set up for, for a meal, 
And you acknowledge that Hashem as being the one that gives us that food, and you thank Hashem afterwards for giving, giving us the food. So then that shulchan is, is, uh, is considered to be a mizbeach, which is like, a, like an altar, a sacrificial altar, and that again is, is a direct connection to the Beis HaMikdash. So again, we're going back to the idea of the Beis HaMikdash. And what was the role of the Beis HaMikdash, and, and therefore the role of, of both the idea of, of thanking Hashem by a meal and why it's so important to thank Hashem by a meal because, again, this is talking about, this is talking about sustenance. This is talking about, about the things that the life force and the energy that has to be flowing on a regular basis. And Hashem d- doesn't want that to be simply an automatic thing. He wants it to be something that we are integrally involved in, something that we're asking for, that we want, that we recognize that it comes from him, and that we ask him for it directly, and that we, but again, not just for ourselves, but on a global scale, we're asking for the brucha, the whole idea of shefa and brucha, this, this outpouring of, 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 uh, of energy and, and of bounty and of, of uh, uh, more than just the minimum to bring down all of the beneficence that Hashem is showing and wants to show uh, for his creation. So what, by desiring that, it's called the, the uh, it's called the mind nikvin, that we're, this is the, the, um, the, the desire for Hashem to respond. And then the, that, that's really what our prayers are. It's, it's, a, it's going upwards. It's, going, it's, coming, it's from, from lower to higher. It's starting down low because we're the ones who are needy. We're the ones that need things. And we're reaching out to Hashem and beseeching Him that He should shower us with those, with those things that He has to give. And then uh, He uh, is, is, uh, is more than happy to, uh, to respond to that if we're, if we're deserving in any way. Or at least we come to Him you know, with uh, uh, wanting to tshuva and wanting to become close to Him. So then we're asking Him to, to, to uh, respond to those, those tshuvas, respond to those, those bakushas, those, those uh, requests with an outpouring of all that he has to give. And then he responds by giving us all of those brachas, and then again we thank him for the brachas, and it, and it goes on and on and on. So the idea is that, that this is really the level that the, um, that the tefillahs are supposed to be on. And the connection that we have here to this idea of the parsha Yira, and where it also talks about Ahava, is that the tefillahs do not ascend Unless they are comprised, they are they are they are uh, spoken, they're uttered, they're 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 given, they're offered, with with a combination of a hava and yira. That it should be the the accompanied by, or it should come from a source of a, of love and fear, because that's an emotional environment involvement. It's like a passionate uh, desire to reach out to Hashem out of our love and fear for him because we have that, that connection. We feel that, that emotional closeness that we and a desire to be close. So that's what is the whole reason why we're reaching out to begin with. If we don't have that, then those, those um, feelers can't, can't ascend to the proper source and then they will not have the desired effect of being able to bring down the maximum which Hashem uh, has available to give and which he really wants to give us. So just as by the by the the table where we're serving this meal that of, of food that we enjoy and that we uh, uh, again is more than just the minimum. Hopefully, it's 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 uh, it's something that we we uh, 
we appreciate and and as we're supposed to be satisfied by it and we're supposed to feel a, you know a, a joy of partaking taking of Hashem's goodness and then we're thanking Hashem for those things and we're making the brachas to acknowledge that He is the source of those those brachas and to keep that make to, to initiate that that uh, that that cycle should be constantly flowing and then. The tefillahs are associated with the same kind of uh, of action. It's something that we that we are constantly again involved in that cycle of uh, of, of sustenance. Um, and besides that, there's this, uh, the, the idea of praise, which is uh, based on appreciation and, and an acknowledgement of what Hashem has given to the world, what He what He, what he gives on a, on a regular basis, on a constant basis. So these are the. This is the connection, basically, between the mitzvahs of uh, of Birkas Hamuzin, which is Mamash from the Torah, and the Tvilis, which uh, the poskim say generally that the the uh, mitzvah Doraisa from the Torah itself is only to actually daven is enough to daven one time a day, but because the Rabbanim instituted these three Tvilis, that's you know, expected of every year that he's going to to uh, to pray on all all three of these. Um, uh, Tfilis, uh, again, corresponding to the um, the avoid of the Bishop Iktish. And uh, in this way, we have this, this constant connection and this constant uh, interaction, and we're actually doing something for Hashem. We're, this is the Tzoyel Kavoya, we're, we're, we're doing something that Hashem you know, wants of us and wants us to be that, that, that to be involved in this role, and especially as, as Eden expects more from us in terms of the way that uh, our, our Tfilis are set up, and it's a pretty rigorous schedule. And uh, it's not so easy. We have to make that a priority for ourselves. But and of course, that's to be accomplished you know, with the ultimate, uh, uh, in terms of uh, respect and you know, covered and, and what they call covered seriousness, not to be done flippantly and not to be done, you know, in a in a, in a uh, jokey or or uh, you know, lightheaded or or uh, you know, uh, not respectable uh, environment. And uh, and uh, on the contrary, we, we beautify it with the with the with the singing. It's it's really meant to be sung, not just spoken. Um, and all the different traditions, you know, the richness of the tradition in terms of how we deliver those prayers. But um, this is this is a, a huge part of our uh, of our connection with Hashem and our, our involvement on a daily basis. If you would like to contribute to the organization that produces these podcasts and see what else we're doing, access some of our other uh, materials, you can find that at nakuda.org. That's N-E-K-U-D-A-H. That is nakuda.org. And um, you can also have the option to email us and contribute to dedicate the podcast in memory or in honor of any occasion or memory of some loved one or whatever, uh, and we'd be very happy to get that support. Thank you so much.